0: You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Plug yourself in the ass. It's the time for another Go Plug Yourself podcast. Sorry, I'm so sweaty. It's no problem. Yeah. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, listeners, uh, to a brand new episode of Go Fringe Yourself. We're having the king of the fringe.
1: King of the fringe. That's what one person told <laughs> me and I'm going with it. One person called yeah. you one
0: time and now it's going to be on your flyers forever. Yeah. Uh, Trent Bauman. Yeah, I yeah. It. I nailed it. From there is no iron fail. Mm. Formerly the Birdman.
1: Yeah, because you'd been the Birdman a few years. Running. Yeah, yeah. This show is sort of um, very Birdman-esque, but it's almost like a little bit of a Birdman prequel. Okay. In some ways, um, yeah, sort of just about a story about a guy who sort of lives his everyday life, and then he decides to be extraordinary. Okay. Uh, so there's quite an amazing finale at the end involving a giant inflatable seven foot balloon that I climb inside. Just a little bit like an um, <laughs> embryo or an egg, and I, I burst out <laughs> and I'm a hero. Okay.
0: So, yeah. and I, cause I was going to wonder, like, when I saw, when I saw the, the, the flyer and stuff, and, uh, and there's you, like, it's very reminiscent of a Birdman-esque flyer. Yeah. But you, you dropped the Birdman name, and I guess you've kind of explained why. It's sort of the, like, the genesis of a Birdman. Yeah, it is a
1: little bit. It wasn't, I wasn't too so sure when I made it, but it was going to be, mm-hmm. um, cause it's quite surreal, and I have quite a, uh, abstract process. But, uh, the after I made it, I'm kind of like, oh yeah, I've, I've made three shows now, and I can sort of see that they're a little trilogy. <laughs> um, and this is kind of the first one, so if you've seen me before, you'll you'll still get a, enough Birdman edge to it. And if you haven't seen me before, it's a good introduction. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I mean, I guess
0: if you're not, I mean, we're referring to Birdman, like everybody knows what it is. Which I mm. mean, they should, <laughs> they should. Well, I'm the by King, of, now. The king <laughs> of the Fringe, King of the Fringe. What what is? Um, I guess two part question. What mm. is a what is a Birdman show? And then also the follow up is how do you, Trent uh come up with the Birdman show?
1: Yeah well I I come from a kind of circus background. Okay. Um, Yeah so my shows always involve um, quite quite absurd comedy uh, with Mm -hmm. a theme but also a lot of kind of avant-garde circus tricks. Mm -hmm. Um, I mentioned the balloon also in this one I balanced six milk crates on my head and and I make a piano out of origami paper and I start to play it. Mm-hmm. So I'm always kind of involving some kind of variety type skill. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what the Birdman's about. And uh, yeah, this show's not that much different. It's just a little bit more, I kind of like say, like the last ones are a bit more like rock and roll songs. This is a bit more of a ballad. It's a lot more poetic.
0: Okay. Yeah. Cause if, and I find that, I mean, at least having seen the, I think I've seen both Birdman shows mm. even previously. Like, you, they're sort of always. Uh, as a viewer, and I, I mean, I don't know if there's like a similar in there is no I and fail. There's sort of like a, um, like a flip back and forth between things that are like actually amazing and then things that are almost like mundane that you, but you present them as equally yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I sort of
1: mentioned the extraordinary and I, I kind of like that. The, the everyday life like ordinary things are quite amazing in themselves and mm-hmm. i use a lot of everyday objects like yeah. i build a piano out of a newspaper yeah in this show um or i arrange nine milk crates into different settings like mm-hmm. seven different settings for this show mm-hmm. so uh, yeah i kind of like just i guess it's a little bit dada-esque in some ways just everyday objects uh mm-hmm. that are presented in extraordinary ways so so that we just uh zoom in on the details of life and don't take anything for granted um and i just have fun at the same time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, I was gonna say exactly. There are there are very you're talking about like
0: avant avant garde and like the art- artistry of everything, but they're also a lot of fun. Like, yeah, they're all like it's not I guess yeah. It can be like a little challenging, but it's not you can also just go and enjoy yeah, the, the yeah. enjoy the spectacle. Yeah, <laughs> it's,
1: it's kinda like uh I I think someone sort of was viewing it the other day. I take things so seriously, it's funny sometimes. <laughs> I guess that's kinda the role of a comedian in some regards. It's yeah. Just, make fun of things at the same time, but know that they have meaning behind them. <clears throat> and this show is sort of essentially, um, that this show called there is no I and fail is sort of a motivational type talk in some ways, mm-hmm. um, all about, uh, don't worry about doing your best. Just lower your expectations and, you, and you'll get more, <laughs> you'll get more out of life. So, that's yeah. Interesting. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Um, how do
0: you? How do you? How do you come up with the show? Like, what's your? What's your process? Like, if you're you're yeah. like, okay, how do I? How do you know it's time to retire one show and then move into another set of tricks yeah, and dialogue?
1: Usually, I either get bored or no one's booking it anymore. <laughs> um, <so laughs> one or to, the other. Yeah, I have to make another show. Yeah. Um, but I take about five years to make a show um, because it's got some you know various levels of visuals and text in it. But for this show, I just sat down every morning. In Tasmania, I was in a little flat, and I was just writing up m- sort of anti-motivational quotes. Okay. Um, yeah, every morning type of thing, like um, just all sorts of, of, of different ones, like never be afraid to be yourself, mm-hmm. signed anonymous, mm-hmm. um, things like that. And then I found that I accumulated, you know, about 300 of them, and I chose the about the 50 best ones okay. <laughs> that I thought fitted the theme, and I arranged them and put them into this show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then within that, I... Um, I realized that uh, yeah, i i just put in different sort of various visual physical acts. Mm-hmm. Um, I had one that was in this show. it was the first act I ever made when I came out of circus school, mm-hmm. and the rest I just made up in a hotel room in uh Bellingham. I think it was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was stuck there for a couple of weeks, uh, just about to cross over the border and um yes, yeah, so I just put in various other acts and they all seem to sort of suit a theme after a while when you 're in a kind of present state mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, that's about it really. I got also got a, a composer, uh, Sachi. Uh you can see her stuff online at The Wonder Strange. She composes mm-hmm. for live shows. So she's composed music for all three of my shows oh, now. Oh cool. Yeah, and uh so it has got an original soundtrack of 45 minutes of music as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I was like if
0: uh, if I recall from the other ones there's like basically uh, like a continual soundtrack that's basically yeah there happening. is uh, yeah, it is yeah. actually yeah, yeah. I
1: kind of when I'm delivering monologues I like to do them with backing music <laughs> um, and it's uh, good it's it's nice it's like, yeah, yeah I,
0: I find it like you can kind of you you can you can take a lot from from a backing track to sort of like set your mood yeah it does really kind of put your ambiance for uh, however you want it.
1: yeah yeah and it's kind of like a concert in some regards that I, I, I would be singing but I'm just talking yeah <laughs>
0: yeah well, it's like I don't know if uh, Mitch Hedberg one of his one of his comedy albums has uh-huh. Uh, had a guy on a stand-up double bass the entire time. Oh, okay. So just like while he was performing, like, it wasn't circus, wasn't anything, it was just stand-up yeah. comedy, but it just has like a do 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 Yeah, While, it's while nice. the comedian is doing his thing, and you're just sort of like, it kind of adds that extra, like, engagement of your, yeah. like, oh, Yeah, it like, does. It
1: gives it a good ambience. And yeah. You really get contained in this whole atmosphere for, for the mm-hmm. course of the show.
0: So, uh, you mentioned that you're, you're trained, you went to circus school. Was yeah. that, uh, something that you like had always sort of aspired to do? Did you do that a long time ago? Um, yeah, recently. my
1: formative years. I, right. like I started off on the street doing shows, um, and the sort of sideshow and circus scene. And then I, I studied theater and then <coughs> I just went into a small full-time circus course where they sort of selected 18 people in okay. Australia. Mm-hmm. It was called the rock and roll circus. So it was, uh, it's a really cool group of tattooed individuals that set up a small company mm-hmm. and, uh they chose 18 of us through auditions and then they just basically just beat us with sticks all day. <laughs> and then we had to get up and be funny. And uh, that's the real challenge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We liked it. Yeah.
0: So yeah. that was, okay. So that was, uh, so I guess like that was a long time ago. Like, yeah, when yeah okay. That was a
1: long time ago. I was still in contact with a lot of them. One of my mentors, uh, uh, he actually passed away last year. Who sort of was one of the original clown type, mm-hmm. uh, jugglers I used to watch all the time. He was pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's, in Australia, there's a really strong sense of circus community. Okay. Um, and, yeah, really kind of – I think we produce pretty out-there stuff too because we sort of know a little bit, but because we're so isolated, we're in Australia, we make a lot of stuff up <laughs> as well. So you get this really original idiosyncratic material. Yeah. Well, that was, uh, yeah I mean, well. they call
0: the, the – I guess that was true also of, like, the cinema or whatever. There was a documentary I saw mm. a while ago the Not quite Not Quite Hollywood, I think yeah. it's called, which was talking about, like, the aesthetic that Australian cinema – Ended up with throughout like the seventies and the eighties, mm. and a, and a large part of it, I think, was sort of similar to what you were saying, where it's you they could watch what was happening in North America, but it wasn't actually happening in Australia. So they just like they took what they were seeing, like yeah. the filmmakers, and then they were like, okay, but we're just gonna kind of do our version of that yeah. without any actual input. Yeah it's, a little, it's, yeah, it's
1: a little bit of knowledge and a lot of imagination, yeah. I think, in some regards. And
0: I think that kind of sounds a little bit what you're saying about like their their take on circus. Yeah, like,
1: yeah, and I think so. And like a lot of us tour a lot as well, but um, but we've got such a, like, a smaller audience there in some mm-hmm. regards, so you have a bigger turnaround of material, I think, yeah. so it just keeps pushing you.
0: That was, I guess, another thing I wanted to ask about. I mean, this is obviously at least your third time coming through Montreal. Yeah, this know. is
1: my second Fringe, and I've done two sort of jfl zoo fest okay the zoo fest yeah. yeah
0: yeah so you're you you tour a lot like yeah. or, i mean are you, you haven't had
1: a winter for i don't know 10 years or so lucky um, yeah. you haven't had a montreal winter no i've never <laughs> had no, no i've heard <laughs> which is not them. even like <laughs> i know like look i just sprayed the bixie here i'm sitting here sweating but uh, i so i've only really been here when it's really hot so yeah because <laughs> that'll be a
0: whole exactly we should do like montreal like uh i, t- I talked to uh telia in one of the other episodes yeah uh, and she was um she was talking about, like, the, the weather and all that stuff. And she's like, yeah, she's like, Montreal, like, has, like, this, like, such, a, like, a party vibe. And I was like, oh, yeah. it's only during the summer. I yeah, like, I, I was like, because, like, we're freezing to death for the other, like, nine months of the year that when the summertime comes along, we just, like, cram all the parties it's true there's into so one. much so much on at once it's, Yeah,
1: yes yeah, so many festivals
0: yeah, it's a great time it's, to be here because that's it because nobody can come like february and it's like minus 30 degrees yeah you're, you're like no one wants to party you know <laughs> and you're just like just gonna stay in and catch up on netflix you know like yeah, everybody no, it sounds <laughs> extreme <laughs> uh and are you taking the show i guess do you have other dates um you know?
1: this for this show i don't know as much i might just do some one-offs Okay, here and there. If anyone's interested, you can uh, get me on Facebook. <laughs> um, but uh, um, I also do the shows now with my composer um, Sachi. She, when I do the Birdman shows, she plays uh, Egg now. Okay, so she's a five foot Japanese lady, That dresses the an yeah. a and she does all the music live. So we're working on a new show together called the Birdhouse. Okay, we'll do that in uh, BC. We've got uh, some tours in BC later in the season. Okay, cool. So are you doing other fringe shows? Or are you? Ah, uh, yeah, we're doing the Victoria and Vancouver okay. Fringe with that. Yeah, and then we'll do some one-offs, and maybe go down to the Pacific Northwest as well. We've got a bit of a following down there, and uh, yeah, just cruise around, being a birdman, being an egg. <laughs> you know, I might get a bike and ride around <laughs> some islands or something like that. Sounds like you have a whole plan. <laughs> no. uh,
0: so, I guess the other the other thing that I just kind of <coughs> wanted to wanted to ask you about was: um, would you find it uh, like? You, You've kind of said it's a little bit of a prequel, so this question mm. is like half void. But I was going to say, like, did you find it uh, like more challenging or more
1: liberating to not be writing a Birdman piece? Or um, I think it was just sort of you, you just sort of write, and uh, usually how festivals work as well is they ask for a title and a blurb, <laughs> and you haven't made up anything, so <laughs> I just gave them a title and a blurb, and uh, and then yeah, then I just wrote, and I guess creativity is like. It's, it's not a plan it's a process Right. Um, so in the end when you make it you kind of go okay that's kind of what it is and it uh, okay. must have been what my brain was telling me that I, I wanted to express okay so but the, but the creative process wasn't that different I guess from a no not really but maybe maybe it was a little bit more um, quicker like some some of the acts I've been doing for 15 years so I've got a lot to draw from but this one I made up a lot of new stuff okay and I, I made it up quite quickly so I'm surprised that it's actually not bad <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's a slightly different process but always good fun and uh, yeah really happy in the end that I had another 45-minute show and then I could come back to Montreal. Cool. Uh, I was going to say,
0: you've, you've done it, I think, but have you already had a couple of shows? I know you've uh, yeah, I've few. had two shows had so two far. Three, yeah. I've
1: had some good reviews and okay. good, good houses. So yeah, it should be a great season. As it's been, it's been well-received. <laughs> yeah, it has. It has. Uh, I had one walkout, actually. Uh, there's a warning. Uh, I've discovered that people have a uh, phobia of balloons, some people. Oh. So if you don't like balloons, uh, there's, a, there's a moment in the audience where we all get a balloon and also I climb into a seven-foot balloon. Um, the, it's a thing I've just In the, the time I've run this show In the last year I've discovered it twice And I'm even going to put up a sign now there If you, you don't know. like balloons it's, There's a whole lot of other stuff in the show You <laughs> can just walk out for that Five minutes if you wanted to But uh, Yeah, there's heaps of other cool stuff in there But uh, There's also now a latex warning Okay <laughs> Yeah <laughs> So Like I mean like I, I, I've heard of that
0: before also. Yeah, 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 yeah I've yeah, heard that, of that yeah, before Yeah, i would heard
1: about it Like but it, but it happened just the <laughs> other day uh, And the lady was cool I spoke to her afterwards And uh, Gave her a balloon. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, no, no. So actually, we're, here you go. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. She was, okay. she was really Yeah, out. it's not as bad as snakes, but uh, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs>
0: crazy. Uh, all right, so we're just almost come up to our, to our fifteen minutes. Uh, one of the things I like to ask is, what's? I've also already heard it, so I mean, yes,
1: yeah. I'm, I'm cheating a
0: little bit. Is what's okay.
1: your uh, your thirty
0: second uh, Fringe Park pitch?
1: Oh, okay. Um, yeah, the, my work has travelled to over twenty countries around the world. I was nominated most original comic act at the Edinburgh Fringe. That's like out of about 6,000 artists. That's a big friend. Yep. So basically, <laughs> I'm just pretty amazing and modest. Um, but come if you want to see some cool circus and some avant-garde comedy and uh feel good about life.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's very... <laughs>
1: Very interesting.
0: Yeah. I <laughs> like, mean, and I think that, I mean, that was, I mean, like my, my, my wife who sadly couldn't be here. She's usually my co-host. Okay. Uh, she, she was a huge, huge Birdman fan. And, she oh, like, cool. yeah, and she just, like, she's like, definitely we're going to come. Yeah. She was She's like, that's kind of her vibe. She's like, you just go and you just like, you enter this weird little circus world. And it's just like a fun, yeah absurd
1: escape for like an hour yeah yeah it seems <laughs> to be how my brain works and somehow i've worked out how to communicate it to
0: people so that's quite amazing i think that's like I think that's a big challenge for basically anyone creative is yeah it You're like, that's i true. Kind of want to share what's happening and i always you. say
1: the first sign of madness is talking to yourself the second's not listening and the third is charging people to come and hear it yeah <laughs>
0: Uh, and I guess just to just wrap things up I mean um, are there any other shows here other than obviously there is no Iron and fail are yeah. there any other shows that you'd recommend to our listeners
1: oh, I was just in hanging out at the London fringe um, Sachi had her show fish saw there but Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not here. Mm-hmm. It Went on to Ottawa, but the show that I saw in London was the Merkin Sisters. Okay, uh, yeah, with Ingrid Hansen and uh, Stephanie Morin Roberts. Yeah. I think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had yeah her so they've come together and they've made this amazing, like avant-garde, slightly feminist, incredibly fun performance art show called the Merkin Sisters. Cool. So I'm telling everyone to go check that out. If awesome. You want a great Fringe experience. Sweet. Yeah. And I guess. And then,
0: uh, what shows do you have left? What venue are you at? Then? Um, uh, yeah, I'm at. This is going to come up. I know you have one tonight, but we're recording tonight. It's going to come up on tomorrow morning, though. So oh, okay, yeah. June yeah. 13th is when the episode's going to come out.
1: Okay, no worries. So I've got three more shows left. Um, it's at Venue 11, Studio Multimedia to Conservatoire. It's at the Conservatory of Music on Avenue Henry Julien, mm-hmm. And I'm on the 14th of June uh, at 8.15. I think that's a Thursday. <laughs> Maybe 14th. the 17th of June at 3.15. 14th is a Wednesday. Oh, okay, great. So 14th, 8.15, <laughs> 17th. Of June at three fifteen, and then the eighteenth of June at six p.m. Close so out we, the show. Yeah, three more times to see it. Sweet.
0: Thanks so much for coming nice, out. Nice.
1: Thank you. Awesome. Those
0: sweet, sweet piano tunes. You're 9to5.cc We're not working, why should you?